guest at Pressure Points with your two favorite hosts in the business. I'm D. This is my nuclear scientist, AJ. We got a special guest today, our southern bad boy, Bear. We're in you with season four, episode seven, The Secrets of Oak Ridge. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Points O Pressure. Get ready. We are back. Happy Monday. Uh, like I said in the intro, super special guest, Mr. Bear over here. He's our, our resident historian for the week. Uh, found him on Reddit, surprisingly enough. Yeah, wasn't as, he going at a communist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember that. <laughs> shitting, yeah, on, yes. shitting on a communist, and I was like, oh man, he's going to love AJ. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Bear, tell us about yourself, man. We we hyped you up uh, last week when we were talking about the forgotten battle in the Pacific. Um, so yeah, tell us about yourself. What got you into history? Who are you? Take it away, sir. Uh, howdy, everyone. My name is Bear Cook. I'm a senior at Western Carolina University. I'll be graduating with a uh, degree in history and public history, so like museum shit. <laughs> uh, I got into history because of my father. He's a um, unrelenting train nerd, and therefore history nerd by oh, proxy. Yeah. The dude, I, so, like your dad, has a fucking like train T-shirt website, correct? Yeah, a full-on company. We go, um, we go all the way from uh, New York all the way down to the uh, butthole of Florida, and all the way almost <laughs> out to California for uh, conventions. You know, Bear, that's my favorite town t-shirts. in Florida. <laughs> butthole of California. <laughs> of uh, Florida. Of uh, Florida, yeah. Oh. Well, it, it, it would really be the penis tip of uh, Florida. <laughs> just the just, tip. Just the tip. It's just the just tip, the of tip. <laughs> Just the tip, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that, I, like, it, it blows my fucking mind having, like, a family based around history because mine was just like oh yeah our our family history that we're going to focus on is mormonism and it's just <laughs> the dumbest shit in the world that's a, it's so you work remind me where it is that you work again what you do um so when i'm not in college or not doing my museum internship i work for a company that restores historical rail cars um the company i worked for restored robert Rain- Robert Lincoln's private rail car, the Sunbeam, uh, which was like a um, 18, uh, like late 18th century uh, wooden rail car, and they restored it completely. And I'm, I'm currently helping restore a uh, 1926 Pullman Palace rail car. Jesus Christ! Beautiful, yeah. it's fucking gorgeous. Uh, we will very likely get pictures posted up of those um, if anybody is interested in seeing them. They're beautiful beautiful cars um i just wish i was able to work on that one the the sunbeam which was robert car robert lincoln's car i mean i got to see pictures of it in the documentary and i'm like oh crap i wish i was able to be a part of that team (laughs) it's fucking wild so uh in typical dnaj fashion uh we have asked bear to talk about uh what your research project into the city based around the Manhattan Project. Oh, um, yeah, it's actually one of three. Yeah, we... Now, a couple weeks ago, I mentioned Oak Ridge, which will be one that the one of the main ones Bear talks about that... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all yours. Take it away, yeah. man. Fill us in. We'll probably just pop in and out and 
talk shit every once in a while. <laughs> we'll just cut well, in and interrupt you a yeah, couple times. That's our, that's our go-to. Uh, so, <laughs> so to give a little bit of background on uh, Oak Ridge, uh, Tennessee, which is where part of the nuclear bombs were created, i got to talk about the Manhattan Project. And the Manhattan Project was started by a couple of um, German and Austrian scientists who were chased out of uh, Germany during right before World War II. And a gentleman by the name of Alexander Sach, and again, I'm probably going to butcher that name. I'm not very good with German and um, Jewish names. Hey, yeah. you're good. We don't know how to pronounce fucking anything on this show, so don't sweat. <laughs> well, he, he sort of realized that the Nazis are going to try to build an atomic bomb. And so they had no idea what they knew. It, all they knew was that this could do a shit ton of damage. And so uh, they tried for a little bit to get um, the government's attention and ultimately failed. And so they go to um, Albert Einstein, you know, the real genius man. Nah, don't know uh, that guy. Never heard of him. Yeah, who is that? Some kind of immigrant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and basically they're like, hey, you need to talk to uh, FDR about this. And so he signs a letter basically saying hey the nazis are um gonna build a bomb or, or a weapon that can wipe out unknown damage and so and they go it, and it's it, not a concentration camp it's not no. potassium cyanide yeah <laughs> it's not mustard gas it's not the flamethrower what could it be <laughs> what so, else is there <laughs> and so fdr almost immediately calls in his cabinet and says we got to do something and so the Manhattan Project is born. Um, and in 1942, uh, General Lee Groves approves uh, the creation of Oak Ridge along with uh, uh, Richland, Washington, and, oh shoot, what's the one in uh, Nevada? Uh, not San Antonio. Oh, shoot. There was one in Nevada? Yeah, well, it's the one where they tested the, nuke, the nukes at. Um, oh, uh, fuck. fuck. Not Tonopah. Oh, no, no, no. It's it starts God, with an S. It's um, Los Alamos. That's it. No, it's Los Alamos. That's what it is. Oh, Fuck. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah, created three. This is this is why we have a historian on so that he catches <laughs> oh, well, us mm. with our fuck ups. <laughs> and so they um so they created three cities: Richland, Oak Ridge, and Los Alamos. Each one were literally secret cities. They popped up out of nowhere, and um pretty much grew overnight uh in oak ridge and when creating oak ridge they kicked out hundreds of farmers of from their homes and basically said yeah we're not going to tell you why you got yeah two weeks maybe <laughs> get, get the out. fuck out <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought and... that the government could move quickly on something <laughs> exactly and so a lot of these farmers are like uh so are we going to get compensated? We're like, yeah, it's not going to be much, but it's going to get compensated. We're going to and, give you about three fifty. <laughs> yeah, three fifty. And uh, we're going to—you're supposed to have like two weeks to get out, but yeah, sometimes that doesn't happen. You're going to get a week. Jesus. And so make it happen by Saturday. Get the fuck out of town. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and so they immediately start construction on Oak Ridge and these three cities. And you'd think that you know the creation of the most powerful and terrifying weapon of all time would transcend race and boundaries but no they they were pretty racist in uh the workforce in richland 
uh, a gentleman by the name of um, Matthias, who was in charge of building uh, Richland, basically refused to use any labor that wasn't white and was essentially forced into it once they started falling behind schedule. And uh, he was quoted saying something along the lines of, now we need a third segregation camp for the Hispanics or the Mexicans because <laughs> they can't, you know, we can't have them moving with the blacks and we can't have them moving with the whites and we can't have them. It's a like, complete segregation in that sense. I was going to say that was one thing that I read about it was it really surprised me that they were, I mean, obviously for the time it probably was acceptable. But when I first read that they were insistent on it being a segregated cities, I was like, oh, yeah, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh, well, this is the 40s. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say, the nuke doesn't care what color your skin is, because it's going to be the same color when it's done. So we all got the same color We all get bones. burnt up. <laughs> oh, well, that's the funny thing, is that it was Matthias, and, you know, these people were ahead of it, who were very, like, you know, fer- uh, fervent about it, but, like, the wartime, um, wartime employment groups and wartime construction groups, they're like, no, 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 go ahead and use them all. And Matthias was literally was more or less forced into using them. And so um, the original plan for Oak Ridge called for 13,000 people to live there, which in, in the consideration of towns and whatnot and minor cities in the 40s isn't, you know, that's that's a decent-sized city. It's nothing like, you know, Raleigh or California, you know, some of the cities in California, but it was a decent size. Uh, by the after three years, they were already at seventy five thousand, and um, the construction of the area really shows it. I mean, a lot of the stuff was just hastily built and thrown together. I mean, so um, they didn't they didn't really have paved roads at the time. So was this like um, people were aware of a growing city, or it was just like the government was kind of notifying people, hey, move to these cities? Um. So. The only way to get into the city is if you were recruited by the government. They okay. wouldn't know about it. Um, the only re- the only people who really knew about Oak Ridge were Knoxville people, who Knoxville, Tennessee, and um, I'll get into that later. But they uh, they did not like each other very much. They just knew that there was a city out there or a military complex, and they were taking all their shit. And they were always beating them in uh, the chess tournaments in high school. They were like, these fucking Oak Ridge kids are too damn smart. Yeah, essentially. And so when construction started, they had uh, three forms of housing. Actually, technically four, and I'll get to the fourth one here in a minute. So the first one was dormitories and apartments. And um, and, and within the first year, they had over 3,000 3, houses built. And uh, they had – they built – they uh, – Group them into um, almost like uh, suburbs. You had uh, housing complex, houses complexes, where they had like center of the, you know, like almost like a small um, town hall and cin- um, civil center in these housing complexes. And uh, when they first started, they had three dormitories and roughly 2,700 houses built. By the end of the war. Um, the dormitories alone uh, numbered 85, Damn. and that was in 1944. When you were so, setting this up, like, uh, you know, last time we talked to you, I was mm-hmm. imagining, like, uh, you know, 
15 cabins, like <laughs> oh, a no, fence, this was, maybe a this mess was a hall. Full-blown city. I'm like, damn, I mean, this to is be huge. fair in the 70s that uh, the suburb uh, uh, hijacking boost. that I had talked about, they were pl- like these guys knew about Oak Ridge at that point. And they were like, we're going to mm-hmm. crash, crash into a nuclear reactor. So, well, I mean, it, it made sense for me after I did my research on, like, the hijacking a few weeks ago. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a city. But, like, for it to grow that fucking quickly in just a, a matter of, like, what, you said a year or two? Three years. Three, three years. Three they, they years. Had it's just like, Jesus. They had, they had 82 new dormitories and apartments in under three years damn um like the infrastructure was so bad there that they didn't have paved roads and it was all mud um that was actually one of the things that everyone like no matter all the other shitty things that had to happen to them the one thing they remembered was the knee-high mud that they had to try uh yeah um like if you could just not build like four cabins this year and just focus on paving our roads throw please. some logs in the road anything gravel yeah. i don't give a shit bodies yeah. whatever the uh the, the the sidewalks were um wooden planks essentially Ugh. muddy wooden oh, planks damn. this sounds like a like uh oh fuck what is it not waco but it just sounds like a really shitty like cult more or less oh, yeah. like a really low funded cult and you know like uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna shit on the american government a little bit but, like let's look at the russian version of their nuclear cities these were worse <laughs> they used political prisoners and forced labor into building these cities at one point the government didn't control it it was the prisoners the, the uh no, like they, there was there was a constant yeah there was starving people in the streets um there was a lot of death just from starvation and the the uh, like the military force there like their barracks could be considered a ghetto more or less and meanwhile these damn americans are like i gotta step in mud <laughs> exactly yeah no, so and like 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 again you know america did some crappy you know crappy shit with you know segregation and whatnot and but, you know, at the end of the day, you look at the Russians and they're like, they just killed everyone from building Hey, we don't talk bad about the U.S. government on this show. <laughs> no, we would never. That is so uh, non-pressure point style. So, <laughs> so, the, uh, so the original plan for Oak Ridge was, was going to be a segregated city. You had one area for African Americans and the other area for um, Caucasians. Well... Uh, the city was growing. The city grew so fast that they swiftly abandoned that and said, "Yeah, no African Americans will have to live outside the city and commute." Oh Jesus! Jesus. They're like, also, we're not going to give you a bus, you fuckers. Oh, no, no. Well, they gave them gave them buses and whatnot, but they had to commute to work more or less. Oh. But like, instead of like, oh yeah, you can live inside the fence. Uh, no, you got to live outside the fence. We'll give you a bus, but you have to sit in the back of it. And there's no air conditioning. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> uh, good old night. Has a really. <laughs> Really bumpy road. <laughs> Good old 1940s America. So um, there were three types of houses you could get. Uh, type house A, type house uh, C, and type house D, and type house B. And all of them uh, were like this. So type house A was really small, and that type house D was really big. So going from A to D was a lot larger. And these were basically... Um, Lego houses. Um, everything was pre like everything was prefabbed, and then uh, connected on site at Oak Ridge. And um, the way 
that you like where you lived was decided on three major factors the first one was your family size so if you're just there by yourself you would live in the dormitory if you had a wife you might live in the dormitory you might live in an apartment um then the second size was your pay grade well hold on actually um uh, yeah yes so uh, it was like your position in the facility if you were just a lowly you know janitor you'd almost knowingly you'd be living in a dorm with your family or in a small apartment with your family the more important your you know, more important your task was the better position you lived in ah. such as um like if you were higher up maybe a, a nuclear engineer you would live in the houses and depending on your family size that would determine where you would live in like what type of house you lived in and again the third the third um factor was race if uh i was literally just about to make a joke like and if you weren't white you got a dog house (laughs) and so like um their plan was and again this is strictly a quote a negro village with inside oak ridge but that didn't work out because again the city was expanding so large and they're like okay um, you're going to have to live outside the city fence. Jesus. So just pushed them out further and further? Yeah. Well, no. They, uh, so Oak Ridge, the area where Oak Ridge was was extremely – it was basically just rural mountain land. And the closest city, I think, was like 20 minutes away. So um, the city could expand pretty, you know, pretty comfortably without running into anyone. But as soon as that started happening, people would have to, you know – and still, Oak Ridge, I don't think, has ever expanded into another town yet. Oh, so, so, at least to my knowledge. So the more German and white you were, the bigger house you got. That's what I'm taking away from this. Well, funnily enough, uh, it, uh, if you were a German white guy, um, they are actually sort of suspicious of you unless you're one of those Jewish scientists in the area. Uh, and um, okay. I, this was sort of a melting pot of... Uh, culture. They had people from Washington, California, New York, the deep parts of the South, people from you know the mid uh, Midwestern region. Region, as long as you you know had the credentials to um, and the skill to be in Oak Ridge, they would put you in there. Of course, if you weren't so as the long more, as you were white, the more the more Jewish and white you were, the better the house. Oh, okay. ouch! Yeah, um, <laughs> it's okay. I'm slightly Jewish. Yeah, AJ's got a, a drop of Jewish blood. And uh, so one of the funny things I just I found interesting was that, you know, it sort of resembled USSR era, you know, housing, you know, it, it depended on who you were, um, what your position was in the society and your job. And it determined where you live, you know, all those higher ups lived in the nicer apartments in the USSR. If you're just a lowly factory worker, you'd be put in an apartment or some sort. Oh, my and God. I just found, oh, yeah. Classism I, I, at its best. This is just so, ridiculous. I've I never just... heard of something as bad as this. <laughs> <laughs> and so the funny thing was is the um, crime, uh, we saw interesting crime statistics within Oak Ridge. Um, areas where, like the dormitories, which were extreme, like high-density areas and small um, uh, square mileage, crime was higher, and it was usually drunk, lower-waged workers. Um, there was some <laughs> yeah. theft and whatnot, and there, it sort of shows, you know, high dense, high density populations. You know, it, it, like the crime in, uh, of course, it didn't compare to the USSR crime where you had like prostitution rings and shit going on in those, uh, in those 
like the construction of those nuclear villages, but it shows how you know this compact area was really getting to people. And then, uh, then we get to the secrecy. Yeah, my favorite. A lot of people. Um, the best so part you... about history is the secrecy. <laughs> and, oh, and the it, genocide. It's so, it's <laughs> so fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, the genocide's great, but the secrets are even better. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote that. You heard it here first. <laughs> genocide is great. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, when, so you had to be... You had to have a, have a big background check when you entered Oak Ridge. Like before you got hired, you had a background check to make sure you didn't have any Nazi or communist ties, more or less. Um, fucked, and, oh no! <laughs> and so, um, when they, but when a person first entered Oak Ridge, they were uh, subjugated to a lie detector test. Sometimes, uh, random lie detector tests just to see, you know, how's it going and whatnot. And then when you first moved there, you also had to do. You also had to sign a declaration of secrecy, which basically uh, was a waiver that says you will not talk about your job to anyone, including family members or your spouse. So no I'd coworkers, no nothing. <laughs> I mean, um, that's currently what we're doing with this podcast. I'd be fine <laughs> with it. As long so, as my wife doesn't know about it, it's fine. As long as my my extremely religious parents never find out about this podcast. I'm in the clear. I'll still be in the will. Oh, man, I'm just going to get shot, man. I told everyone. Perfect. Good. Good. And, and well, the secrecy actually really took a big toll. Uh, Oak Ridge actually had an extremely high rate of divorce. Oh. And um, there was a study that uh, was conducted, and it contributed to the change in economic and socioeconomic um, changes within the city as well as uh, women being given um, actual jobs within the city and I disagree with that it like it, it most it most definitely played a role in it but that secrecy from your spouses and family members and co-workers really had to take a mental toll on the family yeah, yeah. back up a, a quick minute you mean to tell me that keeping secrets from someone you're married to is doesn't difficult? benefit oh. your relationship. <laughs> oh, I lied to my girlfriend constantly. <laughs> and it's just my my relationship's born on lies, and we're doing great. <laughs> Whose is it? Whose is it at this point? Yeah, everything's just. I lies. hide my my uh, my, my browser demons? history. Oh. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, here's a really funny thing. So, um, I, have gone through a bunch of oral histories given by people who lived in Oak Ridge. And one of them was this, uh, woman named Miss, uh, Dunnigan. And she remarks about the secrecy as such. I remember asking a little boy who was about seven or eight years old, I guess, uh, where he had come from. He said, I'm sorry, but I can't give you that information. <laughs> Even oh. the children My had secrets. <laughs> I mean, this isn't. This isn't. I kissed uh, Susie. Uh, Susie, who behind the church? No, it's. I can't tell you where I come from. I'm sorry. I wish that he just he responds and goes, "Bitch, listen. I tell you, I gotta kill you." <laughs> just gives her like, yeah, pretty much gives it. her the wave off and is like, like "I'm getting the fuck out of here." I just pictured this kid with scars on his face, the most hardened <laughs> war face on it on him, and just goes, "Sorry, ma'am, I can't tell you that." <laughs> I, he's got scruff on his face while he's shaving it with a knife. He just has like a child-sized small, like 
U.S. uniform. Yeah, a small sailor Now get uniform. the fuck out of my way. Exactly. And <laughs> Puts out his one. cigar. <laughs> on, her, on her arm. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Stop and asking questions. <laughs> what's even like? What's even more interesting is that coworkers weren't talk, weren't allowed to talk uh, talk about like what they're doing. Uh, an example would be uh, Dr. Uh, Bettis. He was a scientist who worked within uh, the YK plant, which was one of uh, the nuclear facilities there. And he was going over the theories of what he thought was going on within Oak Ridge, and he wrote it out on a whiteboard. And uh, this, he said, nobody discussed openly what we were doing. I remember I had been here a few days when Dr. Feldman, a co-worker of his, um, was in the dormitory. I wrote out some equations that said, Bill, it looks like this is the situation. I'd like just to check with you. Well, um, Dr. Um, Feldman, also known as Bill, basically just straight up deadpans him and goes, I can't tell you if you're right or wrong. Let's burn the stuff you have. He just goes, Damn. who's Bill? <laughs> there is no Bill. So, like, like, they couldn't discuss and, like, propagate things if they were lower level. Only the really high levels truly knew what was going on. The funny thing is, though, by by the time the, like, by the time we started doing actual nuclear tests, it was basically the worst held secret within Oak Ridge. Is that, like, <laughs> everyone sort of knew what we were doing. It's just that they weren't allowed to talk about it. Yeah, it's like once you oh. see all those mushroom clouds popping up over the hill, it's kind of obvious. It's like a, it's like a, a priest at a Catholic church. Everyone knows that he's doing shit to the little boys, but oh. nobody talks about it. Oh. <laughs> it's like the Nazis. Everyone knew what they were doing to the Jews, more or less. Just no one really wanted to acknowledge it. One hundred percent, and I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> we'll talk about this after the war, so <laughs> and even then, maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Only after, I, only after I beat the shit out of my family and I drunkenly cry about it to my wife is when I'll expose yeah, For the next secrets. ten years. God. Jesus. And so, um, like to sort of help keep morale up, a lot of these, um, uh, so the government implement, implemented a lot of um, social programs within the city. They opened up a theater, uh, and of course, the first thing they showed was very patriotic, as of you course. as you do. Um, the, and then they they just continued to do um, like they would hold uh, dances and concerts held and performed by the local um, by the locals and a bunch of like uh, the dances. Uh, they they would have you know popular music played and people could interact. They would give out beer, um, and so you know a lot of people did a lot of things with well, you know what they did. Um, but with that secrecy also came some downsides. Uh, a really big example was is that um, several people were killed at the gate of Oak Ridge for various reasons. What the fuck? Um, yeah. It was yeah. only a slight um, downside, though. Yeah. Only, we only lost, like, 40 people at the gates. So they, they they wouldn't just, like, if someone just walked up to the fence, they just wouldn't go, oh, hey, yeah, you're not supposed to know about this place. You're going to die. You know, just first, like, ask questions later. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. It wasn't like that. It was um, one example. Um, they were talking about um, a plumber or, like, a metal worker came, uh, was called to help fix a very important problem. Uh, that was never ex you know, explained, really. And um, he came up to the wrong gate. And they're like, hey, 
your security info and your bad your guest badge is on the other uh, is on the other side of a bridge at that gate well the thing is is that's about a 45 to 50 minute detour uh to get back to that location and so he's like i don't have time for this this is sort of an emergency i'm going to go ahead and go and like sir if you go past this gate we will be forced to shoot you and the gentleman's like, I got a job to do. You can't Jesus. stop me. That's commitment. And, Dedication and, to the craft. And I so got some he, fucking he, pipes to fix. Shitter's so clogged. <laughs> he, he, yeah, essentially. And he just goes in, and the guards are like, well, we warned him, and, you know, gangster style popped him in the back. That, I Exactly. Sideways. Right as you said gangster style, I did the, the hand thing with the, the gun held to the side. Yeah, sideways. They're like, you asked for this, bitch. Pop, pop, pop. Oh man! So what more about the uh, like? Was there were there any other events that you had recorded that were people just getting shot for entering? Uh, so that's the big one. Like I know there was other ones that happened. Um, I I never really got into the like military files because some of them are really hard to get to. Okay, like I have to go sure. to, like to Washington D.C. to like, get into those files, or I have to go to Oak Ridge, which admittedly is only like two hours away from me, but only, like. It's two hours. I don't want to get in my car and drive that far. Road trip. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to yeah. potentially but, get murdered yeah. trying to enter. <laughs> uh, uh, Oak Ridge after the war, I think it took like three years and they opened it up to public city. Because, you know, after a nuke drops, it's sort of hard to hide a secret like that. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, weird. Do you ever, do you yeah. ever use our uh, archive.org? Uh... No, I use mostly JSTOR in my college's uh, archive, and then um, if I'm, like, uh, one of the books that I got some of my research out of, oh, there was two books. One was called Behind the Fence. Uh, the other one is called Plutopia, which is, uh, it's a whole book comparing American and Russian nuclear cities, like where we had nuclear plants at and whatnot. And, That's uh, a beautiful title. AJ I just love got a that. fucking erection on it. <laughs> so, 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 here's the, so here's the full title for you. It's uh, Plutopia. Nuclear families, atomic cities, and the great Soviet-American plutonium disasters. So it, I love it, it. Like, it talks about the construction of nuclear cities, uh, the life within these nuclear cities, some of the propaganda uh, propagated by both uh, Russian and Americans, and then some of the ridiculous disasters that happened within them. God, Beautiful. right up your alley. All the <laughs> prostitution. <laughs> uh, another one is like Behind the Fence, which uh, is uh, solely focused on Oak Ridge, and that's where I got some of my oral histories from. Uh, okay. Just A lot of them are just really interesting, and again, just gives you some crazy shit you just hear about like um uh so um like constantly these people were being like tested for uh, like lie detectors and whatnot and secrecy was just abundant um thursday night lie detector test (laughs) essentially you go into work and like randomly like they would randomly stop people on the street to see their credentials i fear for like random drug tests yeah people feared for random i was gonna say they lie detector test more than my work drug tests (laughs) oh no like like uh there's documented cases of where like um military police because again this entire area like the entire city was owned by the military military and um like 
a group of MPs would just walk up to a person and like, hey, let's see your credentials. And you would have to whip out this little card or a badge and saying, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm part of Oak Ridge. I'm definitely not a spy. And <laughs> you sound real guilty when you're saying that. I'm, I'm certainly not a commie. So I'm sure that that was like their go-to uh, back then. Too. I'm, yeah, I am certainly not a communist, and I'm certainly not a Nazi. Let me in. And I'm also not Japanese. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, uh, that's three, a whole... the three ticks. That's what they look oh, for. God, yeah, the Japanese internment camps are a completely different thing. But, oh yeah. So speaking of that, just a railroad, and you know, go off entirely on the topic. I'm planning a trip to the. Uh, Oh, what, what was it called? The Dugway Internment Camp? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we got one of those just in our just in our state right here. If I find mm-hmm. anything cool, I'll send you the pictures. Well, here's the funny thing about that. Again, another sidebar to the entire conversation. We're just getting off topic. Yeah, no uh, worries. And, That's what our podcast is all about. Uh, some of the worst things that I've read about, about, like, the camps themselves weren't particularly awful. They were nowhere near compared to, you know, the Japanese uh, POW camps or the... Um, uh, Jewish and uh, Jewish Holocaust camps and whatnot, but um, what was really bad was that like neighbors of these Japanese uh, Japanese Americans would sell their business, like sell the Japanese American businesses and land because they were gone for like three years, and so they're like, oh, we can get a quick buck, and they just sold their land or business to someone else. God. Yeah, so you know, like so again, up. I, I I gotta I gotta emphasize. It wasn't. It was nowhere near as bad as again as the Japanese internment camps or, you know, the Japanese con- uh, the German concentration camps. But we did some fucked up shit. It was still bad. Oh, yeah. God, dude, really. Yeah, bad. yeah. Oh, my uh, my great grandfather worked in a German PO- a German and Italian POW camp up in Idaho. Yeah, he had some fuck? fun stories about that. I will have to talk about sometimes. In, in all honesty, we treated you know oh, our yeah. prisoners pretty great compared to like the Germans and whatnot. Yeah, Especially his, the his job was was basically teaching them trade, different mm-hmm. trades and like education, and a bunch of them either when they were shipped off they came back or they just stayed. Please let me be a part of that podcast because I would love just to sit in there and listen about that. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll like, see. I'll talk to my uh, grandmother. She's got a lot of like sources, amazing. newspaper articles, journals, and stuff from it. It's such a trip. And so, like, um. Um, there was this one time near the end of the war, uh, this higher-ranking uh, scientist. I, I don't have this in my notes, but I remember reading about it. Uh, actually, I, I listened to his oral history. He basically marched up to one of the higher-ups and said, you're going to tell me what's going on here or I'm going to quit. And he said uh, – and the higher-up basically said, I can neither confirm nor deny this, oh, but you're correct. Like, he, he basically <laughs> – <laughs> uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, I can't say you, that, that you're right, but I'm, I'm nudging and waking in your direction really hard. He's like, you're not right, but you're definitely not wrong. Exactly, exactly. And like when, um, when we finally dropped the bomb on Hiroshima, which was the, because um, we we dropped two different bombs. The first one was um, the uranium bomb. Which was on Hiroshima, and the second was the second one was the plutonium bomb on Nagasaki, and the difference between them is that the Hiroshima bomb uh, used a like a, pluto- a a uranium bullet that slammed into another piece of uranium, which caused critical mass. Plutonium bomb 
fucking was an implosion. They didn't they didn't know how to really like get the plutonium bomb to go off because plutonium is a um, byproduct of enriching uranium. Jesus. And so basically what they did was they made a sphere of plutonium and put a shit ton of like C2, which is like early form C4. It was a it was a malleable explosive, and they basically made a bigger sphere around it with the uh, plutonium sphere um, suspended in between it, and then all of the like they had detonation caps all around the C2, and then they ignited it, which would implode the plutonium which would cause critical mass it, it sounds like something that i could put together <laughs> like well, i don't know what i'm doing but if you, these things together make a big boom <laughs> well here's the funny thing America, now we're on uh, an fbi the Ameri- watch list <laughs> the, the american government ran an experiment and basically gave a library to two average college students or something oh, like that God. and they're like build a nuclear bomb they were able to do it with the information at hand where a nuclear bomb becomes difficult to produce is either a well is enriching uranium enriching uranium as what i've been told again i'm can be, can be completely wrong on this i'm not a nuclear physicist or a chemist but disclaimer. basically <laughs> yeah, disclaimer but the way i have been told and the way i understand it is basically the way you get the enriched uranium is basically you spin the uranium really hard, and it it will fling off the heavier uh, uranium particles, in, and they basically catch those, and that's how you make the enriched uranium. Yeah, is that, yeah they, pretty much. I mean, I'm they, not a yeah. chemist or a nuclear physicist, but I have a very deep interest in both of those topics. <laughs> yeah, and you're pretty and much like, right. Yeah. Yeah, and they basically put it in a giant centrifuge, <laughs> just or like one of those. And, and or like one of those big carnival rides where you got the little like um seat and they <laughs> yeah, stop yeah, yeah, really yeah. fast. The one and that like, it's like, why the fuck did they let me on that when I was seven? Yeah, and like you know it raises you up forty feet in the air or something like that. And and like they basically just got on like a lead cup that catches all the rich uranium, and that's what they were doing in all three cities. Jesus. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Like. And, like, the thing is, that's why it takes so long to make your enriched uranium. I think there, there's an easier process now, but, like, in the 1940s, it was basically like, let's spin this a lot. Like, yeah. like contact like, the local circus, let's spin this bitch up. Let's put a Ferris <laughs> wheel on its side. We're going for very, it. Very, very blade, let it rip. Yeah, it's a Beyblade. <laughs> <laughs> Just that so is you know, the most y- perfect comparison. You heard it here first. To make a nuke, you <laughs> all you need is a Beyblade and Bay a little bit of uranium. A little uranium. <laughs> and so, um, and so, well, you know, like. Uh, see, like, like I said, by the end of the war, it was sort of like the worst kept secret within the cities. Outside the cities, no one fucking knew about it. Like, they just knew these places existed. Um, a really interesting thing is that um, Knoxville, Tennessee, was the, was the closest large city by Oak Ridge, and um, Knoxvillians, I think that's how you would say it. Yeah, um, I like that. Knoxvillians. <laughs> Yeah, Knox Villains or something like that. Absolutely fucking hated Oak Ridge people. Um, and they could easily tell them apart by 
if you saw a dude walking down the streets and his pants and shoes were just caked in mud, that dude's from Oak Ridge. <laughs> it looked because... like this guy is fucking, like, stormed the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely from Oak Ridge. He looked like he was a dude who fought in the trenches near Verdun. I mean, <laughs> like, just caked. Like, um, there was this one story where she goes, um, this one housewife's like, you couldn't escape the mud. You would walk into an apartment, and um, all you ever did was clean the mud. The floors at the school were covered in mud. They Jesus. had people, like, with shovels that was shoveling the mud out of these locations. That's so and, crazy to me. Like, you would, you would think that a city that's based around something so volatile that they would go, okay, we need to make sure that the roads and the walkways are completely clear. But, mm -hmm. I mean, well, what the fuck so, do I know? <laughs> well, so, like, even the, like, so... Only the highest of officials were allowed to drive cars onto oh, the plants, okay. like the YK plant. Everyone took buses. And uh, a lot of the accounts talked about how, you know, like, there was just a thick layer of mud caked onto the floor of these buses. Good lord. And, um, it's like, you couldn't escape the mud. And these people, that's all they, like, like, they remember all of the secrecy, all of the weird shit that went down fondly. But... The mud, they all remembered it, and they all hated it. <laughs> like, I remember my uh, my spot lie detector test. Not so bad, but that fucking mud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it enveloped every single Jesus. inch of their life. It could never escape it until, you know, way later, like, and, like once they started able to start paving roads, it helped a little bit. For the most part, it just was a constancy of mud. That's so and, crazy. Like, um, uh, talking about civilian life again, um, like I said, you know, the government tried to make it this as like a, like a poster boy experience for the American person, you know, the American people. And so, uh, to help, um, recruit people into Oak Ridge, cause you know, you would have a, like dudes in black suits walk up to you and say, "Hey, we have a job offer for you. Uh, we can't tell you where it, we can't tell you where it's at. We can't tell you what what you'd be doing, but we can tell you it pays okay, and um, you'll be helping the Americans beat you know the Nazis and the Japanese, which is usually enough. I mean, and, so, and I'm sure it was enticing as well because they say, "Hey, look, um, you don't have to worry about the draft. Like, yeah, we're not going to yeah. send you overseas." You're going to be with your family. We're going to set you up in a nice little city. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll pay you well, but you're not going to have to fucking shoot Nazis and leave your family and potentially die. Exactly. There's just yeah. a chance that there's a, a uranium overload and you'll die, which oh, ah, that's, that's, uh, that's something we'll talk about later. <laughs> oh, they had no idea about that anyways. Um, but uh, so one of the ways they entice people is that like their school system was – absolutely fucking insane oh I dude mean, i'm sure usually basically you just had like you didn't really have to have a bachelor degree back then to have teach you know whatever degree like the people they were getting were like bachelors from like yale and like master degrees Jeez. to teach to teach the students you know because you know if you got a if you got a city full of scientists might as well make the little shits smart too i mean it makes yeah. sense like it in their scope of things, they probably weren't thinking that, you know, the war's going to end in three to four years. They're mm -hmm. thinking, there's a chance that this goes on for 10, 15, 
Yeah. So if we... I don't want to say groom. I hate the word groom. I fucking it, hate saying it, grooming kids. Educate, but like teaching yeah, the children. Teaching these kids to become nuclear scientists, like you start teaching that shit young. And, They're going to be some smart-ass kids. Yeah, exactly. Well, and so the funny thing is is that even today, Oak Ridge scores higher on like state and federal exams than uh, the regions around them. And like so that high standard of education stuck. And, like, here's another really funny uh, story that I learned about was that uh, people, the students who were in sports had some <laughs> – so, like, they would have to, like, travel out of town for sports for the most part, and they each would have to have a um, badge to exit and re-enter the city. <laughs> and so there was a couple of times where, like, the coach would be sitting there and he goes – Y'all got your badges, and like one guy would raise his hand. They had to turn all the way fucking around, go back, go to the security station, prove that this student was actually a resident of Oak Ridge, and get that badge. God and damn like, it, Kyle! You're always forgetting your me, badge and holding this up. We're gonna be late like, for the was, game. Like this was never like explicitly talked about in the research that I like. Well, from like the documents and the oral histories that I listened to, is that like, but the people who played them. They had to be confused. They had to oh, be. Oh, yeah. I, they're like, yeah, well, you know, Oak Ridge, whatever sports team they are. And they're like, what the fuck? Where are they? Where are the hell are they from? Like, I know they're from that area. And like, they're like, hey, what do you do? I'm sorry, sir. I can't tell you that. Yeah, I can't tell you that. I mean, like, they just, like, those other teams must have been so confused because also Oak Ridge <laughs> apparently like was the shit in sports as well it's, it's because these kids are calculating the fucking like velocity of oh the ball God. when it comes out of a baseball so, like if i swing at this at approximately a 37 degree angle i can hit it over the fence that's 252 feet away I and love i'm so sure like, these yeah. other kids are like bro we're just playing fucking baseball. And so, like, their football teams and baseball teams, they absolutely trounce the local city, like, city schools and whatnot. And, like, you just gotta be, like, you gotta be these other schools. First off, they're distracted by, like, a clandestine city entering into a sports <laughs> competition. <laughs> Secondly, you've got these stoic-ass motherfucking students who are like, I'm sorry, I can't tell you where I'm from. And then thirdly, like, this surprising amount of athleticism from these students who just like bum fuck these kids out of nowhere <laughs> they're just like like the opposite teams go dude where did you learn how to play baseball so well i can't and the answer kid that goes, question i can't answer that question without being investigated investigated by the uh the u.s government. government please step aside <laughs> or are you I can tell you, or the sniper five miles away can shoot you. There's a, there's a red laser on your forehead right now. Exactly. I can't answer that. I can't answer it, but you'll never play baseball again. But, like, you know, back onto the subject of, like, the Knoxvillians. So, like, Oak Ridge had more or less unlimited ration stamps. And because, you know, Oak Ridge was always growing, uh, the stores there... They never stopped shelving things. They oh, were always wow. running out of materials. So a lot of people would go to Oak Ridge to obtain materials there. I'm oh, sorry. A lot of people from Oak Ridge would go to Knoxville to like to get like clothing, food, like, you know, extra food oh, stuffs. I see. And a deep hatred 
for Oak Ridge formed in Knoxville. I mean, like, <laughs> you would have people basically saying, go back where the fuck you came from. Because, one, like, these people are showing up out of nowhere with different accents. They're not from the region. Yeah, I was going to say, you've got, like, ex, like, not necessarily always ex-Nazis, but, like, ex-Nazis, like, Jewish scientists that are leaving totally, well, you would, you would, totally different from a like, Tennessee area. Guys, yeah, you would have guys from fucking Boston come, you know, like, again, the Manhattan Project, it was named after, it was named Manhattan because that's where the project originated from. It was like a, a small, like, building within Manhattan, and that's how that name came about. And so, like, you had New York accents, California accents, Washington accents, Midwestern accents. And so, like, all these, all these guys from, like, the glorious Knoxville would be like, where the fuck are y'all from? There you go. We don't take kindly to your tap around time. here. Well, thing, like, oh, now Scooter. <laughs> it would be more like, you know, like, like you'd get some weird, you know, like, clean-shaven, nicely-dressed New Yorker walking like, hey, how do I, you know, how do I get to Oak Ridge? And, you know, you get the shopkeep pop open a shotgun rack and goes, back the way you came. <laughs> Oak Ridge is where you uh, came from, motherfucker. I'm, in, I, I'm enjoying this and, way more than I should. And the thing is, is that like I'm not gonna rag. I'm not ragging on like Knoxville. They had they had legitimate reasons to really dislike Oak Ridge because they're like you had a bunch of random idiots coming in from out of town, buying all your shit, and beating uh, your kids they, in sports. Yeah, exactly. And like they would see like these big trains just like roll on by through Knoxville headed to Oak Ridge full of supplies and random material and no one knew what was on them yeah. they just knew that Oak Ridge was getting special treatment that's and true they're, yeah they're yeah, I didn't they're think about thinking it like that. we're just down the road like what's so special about this new fucking city it makes and, sense yeah well so like when when Oak Ridge was first created it was called Site X and so oh, like god and it was a, and then like over time it was called uh, Oak Ridge, named after the location it was sort of in, and like there was this one story where this one lady, like some some shopkeep in Knoxville, said, "Hey, where are you from?" And she was, he was like, "Hey, what do you do?" She goes, she goes, "I couldn't tell you. I don't know what I do, and even if I did know what I did, I couldn't tell you." Jesus. And, and which emphasizes that absolutely batshit crazy sense of security and secrecy within an Oak Ridge. I'm, I'm, I'm so focused on, like, these kids' sports teams. I'm just, <laughs> me just, me just thinking out loud. Uh, I'm gonna say their, their elementary school team was called the Site X Agents. <laughs> and all, their, their uniforms were just solid black. And they just, like, fuck these other teams over and everybody's like oh my god they're so intimidating okay let me let me interject um, here yeah uh so when d gets drunk and we're recording he focuses on one thing and he keeps I coming do. back to it yeah i'm, all, because I'm always he can't gonna come get back past how funny it is i love oh, it so yeah. i was just warning you <laughs> oh no no that's great i trust me i i don't mind talking about all the weird shit like um uh jesus we, uh, Oh, I just had something. My train of thought just went off the bridge. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's all the I, beer. It's I fine. do that. I do that. Oh to yeah, people. no, I, I, I'm on like my tenth beer right now. Oh, um, beautiful. Ten out of ten, literally. Um, <laughs> there was another story. Uh, God, if I could remember it, uh, I literally was thinking like, oh, this would be a great thing to in, like add to it because it, it wasn't in my notes because it just sort of popped into the line and it just vanished again. 
Oh. So you had uh, just talked about the lady that um, she she was talking about where she was from and how yeah, if yeah. if she could tell them what she was doing, she, she wouldn't. Yeah. Um, but like, oh, back on, you know what, I'll, I'll remember it sooner or later. Mm-hmm. But, oh, it, it's the churches, that's right. So oh, awesome. there, there was a lot of religious groups, you know, 1940s, a lot of people are Christians. Um, and so the uh Oak Ridge built uh, the first church was called well, was called the Church on the Hill or uh, or the um, uh, something along that manner and it was just this little white church and Psych-X basically you, 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 and so basically you had a shit ton of people from all you know all like all different types of walks of faith and different religions in the groups you know Jewish and whatnot and so like they were all fighting over this one building and so essentially they would end up getting to. Uh, they're like, okay, you have to have, uh, and so essentially, uh, like the military was like, you have to have a minimum of a minimum of a 100 person congregation to be granted access to a building. So a lot of these churches were in local like areas, like the theater and like people's houses, and that's how a lot of these sermons started. And oh, wow. it, it really helped with, you know, everyone had to keep secrets, but you know. In church, everyone was, you know, considered a congregation or a family, and it really helped with, like, dealing with these secrecies. At least that's what a lot of people said. Dude, <laughs> the the minister of the Christian church knew every government oh, secret. Oh, every absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> just think God. about that. Just think about the Catholic Church that must have popped up there sooner or later. Oh, I, I, I didn't read about any Catholic Church, but there had to have been <laughs> there one. Had to have been. Yeah. Any time someone that came pastor. in for confessions, this guy's Holy hands are shaking. Shit. He's like, I don't want to talk to the FBI you, you, again you, tomorrow. You know he had a military police. You're just holding the silence. 1911 was like, just, uh, just speak. He was a deep agent. He was a deep agent all along. Oh, my God. He's just like, you say nuclear one time, I'm putting a bullet through your fucking skull. (laughs) And God approves. Oh, my God. I love it. (laughs) Holy shit. Jesus. Oh, I never even considered church. And I've got to really pee again. Give me a second. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I'm like... Ten beers goes through me fast after I break that seal. You didn't even notice. I already left again to yeah. pee. AJ turns to me <laughs> oh, and he goes, hey, uh, I'll be right back. Like, just miming it. He's like, I gotta pee. But so yeah, you're, you're good, good dude. You're I good. gotta go. I'll pause it. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, uh, what? I Looking over your notes, I, I see that you've got some shit here about potential spies? Like, oh, spies no, no, no. That, that, are, that they're aware of? Uh, so... Uh, the American government, when like uh, vetting people to actually hire into Oak Ridge, um, they basically let no one through who they suspected to be a spy. And but they made one mistake: they trusted the British too much. <laughs> so, Damn, that always gets me. <laughs> so um, the British had a group of scientists that they sent over to Oak Ridge and a couple uh, and like Richmond and um, the other place because I can't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and the Americans like, okay, we know y'all did a background check, but we're going to do a background check. And the British are like, no, 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 no. These guys are fucking legit. They're, they're our best brothers. You don't need to, you know, worry about them at all. 
And America is like, you know what? You know, I, it was, just to shut you up, okay, we, we, we won't background check them. Jeez. And so one of the people that slipped through their net was a gentleman by the name of Klaus Fuchs, uh, F-U-C-H-S. Um, and he was... He, he, he basically was a communist, and he reported pretty much everything that happened in Oak Ridge back to the uh, back to uh, the communist government. And um, uh, he, army. yeah, he ended up in Los Alamos at one point, and uh, he basically just kept feeding the Soviets information, and so. <laughs> uh, the American government had this big meeting. Uh, it was. Uh, it was Truman, um, Winston Churchill, and Stalin. They they met up in I can't exactly remember when and, and where, uh, discuss like what was going to happen to post-war Germany. And that day, like very very like they they tested the nuclear bomb in Los Alamos, and uh, basically as a way to threaten. Russia, because at that time we were more or less positive that as soon as this war was over, we were going to get into a pissing match with Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, Truman said, um, we've just tested a weapon to end all weapons. And Stalin, in the most chill fucking way possible, is like, oh, that's neat. We're not, we're, you know, we're not scared because he already fucking knew about the project. Yeah, badass. <laughs> yeah, so essentially he's like, Oh, y'all, y'all have a, a secret weapon. Yeah, we already know about it. Fuck you guys. And, like, he was, like, because Truman was thinking, like, yeah, we, we're going to tell him about it, you know, we're going to tell him about this ultimate destruction device that can wipe out cities in a blink of an eye. And Stalin just, like, was unfazed and was like, oh, that's cool. Let's keep talking about what we're talking about. And, and like, Truman was truly surprised. He's like, what the fuck? And it was all thanks to um, that dude. Oh shit! Let me get to. Let me get back to. Was that that British uh, dude, right? Yeah, the, yeah, Klaus Futch. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I just want to say Futchach. Yeah. Because hey, it's, it works. It's F- we'll take it. It's F. It's F U C H S. I'm like, oh man. It's I, canon. I can... Klaus Fuchs. Klaus Fuchs. <laughs> this guy exactly. fucks. Essentially, and he just, I he, uh, and it was all because the British were like, oh no, guys, this dude's. This school's tight as fuck. He ain't gonna say shit. I'm like, um, like even the high, like, um, uh, Oppenheimer, the gentleman who was primarily, uh, the gentleman who created the bomb, who stated, you know, I've become death, the destroyer of worlds after he created the nuke. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he had ties to the Communist Party, and, like, the American government was keeping a fucking eye on that boy. I mean, oh, yeah. they were just focused on him. They're like, if you fucking slip up and say anything pro commie, um, you're gonna be out of the program because he he actually truly did think the nuclear bomb was gonna help, because uh, we we originally developed the bomb for Germany, uh, like they were planning on dropping the bomb on Berlin or other German uh, military cities, mm-hmm. but you know they surrendered right before the bomb was fully developed, and we're like, oh well, fuck, where are we gonna drop it now? Because uh, 
um, there's two schools of thoughts. There's traditional history and revisionist history. Traditional history is like, we dropped the bomb in Hiroshima and Nagasaki to save lives, which is partially true. And then revisionist history is like, oh, the only reason we dropped the bomb was to intimidate Russia, which again, it's also partially true. The middle ground, which is the full picture, is that we dropped the bomb, one, to save American and Japanese lives because the... Um, the predicted deaths of Americans alone was in the 200,000s within mm-hmm. a few months. And that's not including the Japanese uh, populace. And we saw back in some of the other islands that they were more they were willing to commit suicide before surrender to the Americans. Oh, yeah. We just and, talked about that. I think it was last week yeah, about the, the Battle the of Peleliu. Last episode. Yeah. 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 Fucking they, they crazy. Them, they flung themselves off of cliffs. And so the uh, – so both – uh, historical groups have a point to be made, but they they reject the other side. Revisions reject the fact that it did save lives, and the traditional side rejects the fact that you know we we truly did do it to intimidate the Russians, saying, "Hey, look at the look at this motherfucking weapon. Come try to step with us, you'll get fucking nuked." Yeah, fair and fair. Exactly. Yeah, yeah like yeah. like step to us. You try to spread that commie belief in yours. You're gonna get you're gonna get a face full of nuke. Yeah, AJ. And, you spread that commie belief of yours. Jack you're shit. gonna get fucking nuked. Bring it on, boy. Bring it on. <laughs> and so, and so, um, and so that's how our nuclear program was really like leaked was through uh, Klaus. And that's that's the weird fucking history of Oak Ridge, this secretive city that no one really knew about, like everyone knew about, but no one knew what was happening in it. And just some of the weird compromises and the weird decisions that the American government American government made, uh, de- you know, deciding the city, and it shows how in some ways we adopted communist beliefs and you know se- um, not segregated but tiered uh, housing arrangements based off of one's position and also shows the failures of early you know early America well not early America but you know developing America where we did have racist beliefs but at the same time this bomb, help save thousands upon thousands of lives, maybe even potentially millions if you include the Japanese. Damn. That was the we most... became communist. Perfect conclusion. To fight communist. No, that was great. Oh, my Fuck God. Fuck's sake. Oh, Bear, oh. we will. Will. And, you like, I guarantee it, we will have you on again. This has been a Thank you. fucking blast. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, this was a pleasure, and I honestly, like... The excuse to drink this much beer alone. Oh, yeah. Is enough. <laughs> yeah. Same here, man. Hanging out with you guys. I mean, even before the podcast started, we talked for a minute, and you guys are just absolutely chill as hell. And I, I mean, I love y'all guys all, right off the bat. Yeah, well, Beautiful. thank you, man. We're happy to have you on. Uh, quick, like, just typical little shout out. Yeah. Uh, Patreon subscribers, Sexual Vanilla, Casey McFacey, <laughs> Dark Runner, Haley, Nordic Thunder, and D's Nuts, not me. Oh, those are beautiful uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank for you guys me. for your support. Always find us on our Instagram and Twitter at Points O Pressure. And Bear, thanks again, man. Yeah. It has been a oh, yeah. fucking blast. Do you do you have any way people can find you if they yeah. want more stuff? Do you have any social yeah. media or um, anything? 
So I'm going to keep my social media private because that's I'm smart. a weird I do dude. That. Um, but if y'all want to find me, you can go onto Reddit and type in Burcook, B-U-R-R-C-O-O-K. Um, I do random little streams talking about my life. Uh, and also uh, the vast majority is just the life as a college history student and just fun, weird history stuff. Um and that's actually how y'all found me. Uh, yep. I think you said that in the beginning. Yep. And, um, I mean, just being like, I got to say this as a history major and a practitioner of history. Uh, the first podcast I listened to, if you guys, was on Bad Jack Churchill. And I got to give y'all props. Y'all. Thank you. I mean, I, I, I sat there and listened to it. And the amount of stuff y'all digged up on that boy that crazy, 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 beautiful man. Mm-hmm. I mean, as <laughs> a history major, I was I, I was impressed. Well, thank I you. Mean, I mean, I was truly impressed, with, especially with y'all not being, you know, part of the discipline of history, which I believe is a little exclusive, in my opinion, about like how things are written and how things are told. But yeah. you know, y'all y'all dudes were awesome well thank you much uh to everybody else out there if uh you are curious like bear said b-u-r-r cook on reddit just followed him yeah check him out dude's got some serious kick-ass streams and uh we will catch you guys next monday thanks again